Hello and welcome to the Clemson FCA Vertical Series. The Vertical Series is a project existing to create space for students to share how the Lord is delivering, providing, and growing them. Psalm 40, verse 10 says this, I have not hidden your deliverance within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. Our prayer is that through this project, you would leave encouraged, that you'd be drawn closer to the Father, that you'd be moved to worship Jesus and to see him rightly. We hope that you enjoy. Hey guys, Caroline and Caleb here, and welcome back to the Vertical Series podcast. What's up, guys? We're so excited to have you here, and we get to have Khaki with us as a guest, if you want to say hey. Hey. And go ahead. Yeah, um, before we get started into who you are and whatnot, um, we have a quick question for you, and that is, do you have a name for your car? Oh yeah, Sadie, but it's like, I didn't name her because I've had three cars, and all of which have been given to me from like siblings. And so mm-hmm. I haven't named any of them, which is really sad. So what about your previous two cars? Do you know their names or do they have names? I can't remember, which fair. is so bad. No, that's fair. That just shows like Sadie is your true one, you know? Like, Sadie the Subaru. Oh, I was just about to say, I was like, does it rhyme and does it is it cohesive? Are you passionate about like cars have to be girls or guys or is it based off of like the look of the car how is that determined i would say it's based off the energy and the vibe mm, like so true my i have a subaru forester and it's so girly and so it's a girl obviously but like like a big macho truck would obviously be a guy but if i drove a big macho truck i would still name it a guy's name not a girl's <laughs> name you know yeah your car is a guy yeah i do have a truck so yeah i would <laughs> okay um khaki just to get started can you tell us a little bit about how you ended up at Clemson, how you chose Clemson? Yeah, I would love to. Um, so I didn't choose Clemson. <laughs> I did not want to go to Clemson, actually. I grew up in Greenville, and so just literally everyone from my high school and just hometown and sister and just everyone went to Clemson. So I was like, I'm not doing this. And so I applied to a bunch of schools, like including Clemson, obviously, though, and was like, okay, I'm going to go out of state. I like really wanted to go to Georgia Tech. That didn't work out. And so then I was like, okay, I'll go to Virginia Tech. That sounds cool. And then um, my <laughs> my uh, like appointment for touring or whatever was like April 4th, 2020. Guess what happened two weeks before that? <laughs> the world shut down. <laughs> and so I didn't tour. And I was like, huh, I may be doing online school. I'm not going to pay out-of-state tuition for online school. So I came to Clemson with the full intention of like, all right, in-state tuition, I'll probably end up like transferring after a year. Like, it'll be great, it'll be fine. Like, I'll just get through the semester and then I'll transfer. Uh, And then I fell in love with it. And so I'm like so happy that I'm here and it's like the best thing ever, but just really didn't want to come. But thank goodness that the Lord had other plans. Yeah, well, we're glad you're here. Um, and so for those listening and don't know you, what's your major, you know, what year are you, and are you involved in anything here in Clemson? Um, I am a sociology major. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> I'm a junior. Uh, by involved, you mean like other clubs? Clubs, campus anything. ministries, churches, anything. Um, campus ministry, FCA. Woohoo! Um, yeah. I'm in KD, Kappa Delta, as my sorority. Um, for church, I go to Grace Anderson. 
And <laughs> all my friends are going to hate me for saying this, but I'm president of the sociology club. <laughs> so if you ever want to come, let me know. What do you do as president of the sociology club? Uh, try to get out of it. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'm trying to... Uh, I, it's an accident that I happen to be in this position, and it's going fine. It's all cool. All right. Great. <laughs> um, okay. Can you just tell us something that the Lord has been teaching you recently that you feel like he's telling you to share with other people? Something I think I've been learning a lot about recently um, is like living a small life um, and like what that looks like as college students where we are told that we're making all these huge decisions like where to live after college and like what campus ministry to be part of and what church to go to and just like all these things we just have so many decisions to make like literally every week um but like how to live a small life through all of that and like not make myself out to be a bigger deal than I actually am what do you think that small life looks like to you or what are you learning that it looks like for me it is like right now I'm in a season of just like tiredness and I'm just like really tired and that's like okay but I know that I can't get coffee with a million people every week because of that like my relational capital just like is not a lot right now and so for me that looks like not pushing myself over my limit um and like doing what I can to like serve the Lord and like be obedient and like be serving in my church and serving in FCA and like allowing myself to let that be enough and like not striving to do more to like be the best to be the fca girl or this or that and just like do the things i do do them to the best of my ability and like let that be it how do you i know sometimes it's really tempting especially when you're in fca or other campus ministries where the trend is to go on a million coffee dates or you know get to know all these people and while that is great how do you like fight that comparison game or like fight the lies that the enemy like tries to tell you that you're not doing that enough if that makes sense I think it like constantly humbling myself every day and like reminding myself that I'm like literally nothing and my words have no weight and so like if all these people have like such a high relational capital and like are pouring into all these people and befriending all these people and da 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 like that is so great and so awesome and I'm like sure that the Lord is speaking through them so much but like for me I don't have to be like oh gosh like I need to go do this and that so that the Lord can speak through me like like if he wants to that's awesome but like if I don't like I don't know I can just like sit and be like oh I'm I'm small I'm little I'm a blip in life like me (laughs) hanging out with this one freshman is not going to make or break their whole college experience and so I don't have to act like it's going to Mm. if that makes sense so just constantly like humbling myself and being like oh wait I'm nothing oh wait this doesn't matter like oh wait my like words literally are so irrelevant Mm -hmm. like that vibe yeah I think also I really liked how you mentioned it relieves you of that pressure from striving and like striving to be something or to make him proud um, because he genuinely is just pleased um, without us doing anything. Um, I think of like, I think it's Matthew 
four, I want to say. Don't fact check me. <laughs> um, but it's when Jesus gets baptized and before he even like starts his ministry or says anything, does any miracles, like the very first thing that the Lord says is, this is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if and in regards to like a small life, I mean, Jesus, the beginning of his life was very small, very quaint, you know, and so it's like, who are we to think that we deserve this grand honorable existence um when our model lived such like a small and humble life um so i just really love that and i think that was really cool so thank you for sharing mm-hmm. um, um yeah and so kaki i've gotten a chance to know you pretty well over the past couple year um years <laughs> and um i know like church has been a huge thing that you've been um, stepping into and growing in and what that looks like. And so I would love to hear more about that process and just the things that the Lord has shown you and the things that you've learned through um, going to church. Yeah, so um, I just want to hit a little on my like struggle to like find a church because I feel like I don't want to be like, oh, my amazing church, da-da-da, and then yeah. just skip over the fact that like I'm a junior and I like am just now a member at a church. Um but freshman year, like, I'm, like, from Greenville, and so the church that I went to back home has, like, multiple campuses. And so I, like, tried going to one of them freshman year and just, like, for some reason just couldn't stay. Just, I, like, just didn't have any motivation to. So, like, for any church, I just, like, wasn't going to get plugged in because I just, like, didn't actually want to. Um, And then sophomore year, church top a little bit, like, try to get plugged into places but it just like didn't work out because I was like halfway trying like not really a ton um and then the camp that I work at over the summer is like through my home church back in Greenville and just over the summer I felt so much love from all the campus pastors that like were around me and felt so cared for and so like spiritually nurtured in a way that I had never felt before and there were all these things going on where I was having to make these like really hard decisions and I was tired and I was scared of messing up and I didn't want to make any decisions and they really could just look at me and be like hey and guess what like you don't have to like we're your spiritual authority and so like this is now like our way our problem like this is what we think you should do like you don't have to do it but like you probably should and as someone who's super um independent I thought that that was going to be a huge issue for me like authority I just like thought I would really struggle with that and then I felt so much freedom this just like huge weight was lifted from me of like all these things going wrong like if they weren't wrong it wasn't my problem it wasn't my fault like I could just like breathe and just like do what like these like people were guiding me to do and like hope it went well and if it went well that's awesome if it didn't go well then like that's okay and I like just it was like the best part of my summer like finding freedom in that and like learning so much and like growing so much through that and so when I got back to Clemson I was like okay I'm like 110% jumping into a church immediately because I need spiritual like authority in my day-to-day life now and for me it just made sense to go back to my home church that like has multiple campuses Mm -hmm. who I was like working alongside like the pastor like because I go to Grace Anderson and so 
I just like already had connections there and like already had community there. And so for me, it just made it super easy to get super plugged in super fast. Yeah. Um, and so this semester, that's what I've done. And it's been like great. It's like taken energy and time away from FCA because I obviously can't 110% do both. But I've found that I'm able to pour more into the people that like are like I can like love my roommates a lot better um, because I like have authority that's loving me really well and I don't have yeah. to depend on them to like be giving me all this like hard advice and all these things because I like have people that I can just go to for that mm-hmm. yeah so clarifying that I think sometimes people either don't know exactly what spiritual authority means or what it should look like so in your best opinion what is spiritual authority and what have you found works and what should that look like in your day-to-day life so and I could totally like butcher this and there could be so many people that are like nope you're wrong and that's fine but this is how I view it um my like spiritual authority is like the people at my church aka my pastor uh, like any ministering pastors that are like above me my college group leaders and like in terms of like spiritual authority that's like who I consider to be it because they are the ones that are like as like a member of the church they're the ones that are like oh hydro flask um are (laughs) in charge of me um whereas I have a lot of like older women who are like in their 20s who I like know through church but like I would not consider them my spiritual authority but I would consider them older and wiser friends who I do still go to for advice yeah I think that's a really good description um And can you talk a little bit about why it is so important to have mentors that are in a different season of life or have been through, you know, many more things than we have as college students versus just like calling your small group leader your spiritual authority or something like that? Yes. I think life experience is a huge thing. Like I like called up one of um, like like women who I know like literally yesterday because I knew that she'd gone through something similar that I'm going through um and she's like she's older so she's had like time to experience things like that and whatnot which was like really great um and also I think with like older people specific older people specifically it's just a lot easier for them to speak truth like unbiased truth um as compared to like college students just because like It is so intimidating speaking like honest truth to your good friends because you are so fearful. I'm so fearful of like reactions. um, If they're going to take it the right way. What if this butchers our friendship? Like just all those things. Whereas like a 20 or 30 year old just like solely prioritizes your relationship with the Lord over their relationship with you. And like that is like their like main focus is your spiritual well-being. and you just like can't really find that with college students you if you can hold on to that person because that is like a beautiful thing someone who can speak such honest truth but it's just like hard at our age to just like do stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah um you also mentioned how in order to get so plugged into your church you had to pull away from fca a little bit and so i just wanted you to like elaborate on that and explain why that is okay and not this like horrible thing um especially with the like focus because it isn't church so if you could just elaborate on that yeah um 
And when I said pulling away, I didn't mean like, oh, intentionally not going to things, but there just been nights where like things will just align on the same night. And I just like do have to make a conscious choice of like going to something for FCA or going to something for church. And it, I don't always choose one or the other. It's like so dependent on like what it is. Um, but I'm just like a firm believer that you can't be 100% in everything that you do because you will get so tired and it will be just so exhausting. Um, and so I like think it's okay to like slightly step back from FCA or just like any campus ministry or just like literally anything that you're doing to put most of your effort to get plugged into a church just because of how like important it is, how like necessary it is to have just like older people loving you well, to have like an outlet to be like serving kids if you like love kids or like serving in the community if you like love the community um and just like learning what it looks like to be like a mature follower of Christ because like FCA is so sweet and I like met literally my best friends through it um but there's only so much discipleship that can happen and just at a level or at a certain point you just like have to like truly be discipled by like people that aren't your same age you know yeah um do you have encouragement or things that you would say to somebody who's wanting to get involved in the church because i know it's it's not easy and it takes time um for myself especially like i've been trying to get plugged in to clemson presbyterian since i started going and it's still like it's not what i want it to be yet but i'm still trying to get there to where i have um more of a community of adults who are pouring into me um and so what would you say to those who are trying to get to a similar point of where you are in that this might sound bad at first but i'm gonna elaborate but you kind of have to settle and what i mean by that is no church is perfect and we all know that but when you're trying out all these churches you're obviously then picking out everything that's wrong with it everything that could be better da 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 and at a certain point, you just, like, run out of churches. And it's like, okay, so then what do you do then? Not have a church? Nope. You just have to pick the one that, like, you know is solid and biblical and just go for it. And there's you're just not going to agree with everything in a church. I think that's what, like, kept me from, like, truly getting plugged into one for so long. Um, but just, like, picking one and, like, literally walking up to the pastor at the end of the service and just being like, hey, I want to get plugged in here. Like, hey, can we meet up? Hey, how, like, do you have community groups? Do you have college groups? Hey, how can I serve? Like, hey, how do I become a member? Do you have classes? Like, no church is just going to, like, walk up to you. Like, because college ministries are just so awesome for that because you walk into FCA and there's a welcome team and all these people that are just, like, coming to you and talking to you and you go with friends and da 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 but with the church you just kind of like walk in and you're like alone and it's like okay what now and so you just like really have to take initiative and like take action and like seek it out and like don't stop seeking it out um and just like spend like genuinely spend the time and energy to get plugged in because it will be worth it um and just asking questions and just like not not giving up when it seems hard or when it's like oh gosh I like reached out to this person and they like didn't reach back out to me like oh that's frustrating like yeah that is frustrating but there's so many people at churches and you can just reach out to like another person and it's like gonna be probably hard um but just pushing through that I guess yeah 
Yeah, I think you did such a good job of explaining to like how FCA is really awesome and really good for you and super important to be surrounded by fellow believers that you can like chase after the Lord with. Um, but it just isn't your church and your main form of discipleship and it needs to be like you need to also have something else in place um within the local church so um just as like psa there are lots of resources in the link tree i believe um to find rides to local churches um to you know just kind of see what they're about or honestly you can just ask questions at nfca if you see a member of leadership or um, somebody on the welcome team or someone on PE, and you just want to ask like hey can you give me a ride to church can you you know can I sit with you um, those kinds of things like are available and those resources are super helpful so just encourage you if you're having similar struggles finding a church that you love and that you want to get plugged into there are resources available um, okay and I'm going to shift the conversation a little bit but Kaki, I just kind of want to hear about how you feel like your story, whether that is like struggling to find a church in college or just like past experiences through high school or like before you met Jesus and really knew who he was, like how has that shaped your relationship with the Lord now and also changed how you view him? Mm. Good question. Um, I would say that a lot of my, like, a lot of, like, before I was, like, fully pursuing the Lord, a lot of what my life looked like was, like, for lesser words, like, disappointment, kind of, and just, like, things continuously not going my way, um, and, like, like for like like I said I like didn't want to go to Clemson but like here I am and just like a lot of things like that um where it was just like frustrating and I was like man like me and life just like don't get along like it is out for me um but as I like started pursuing the Lord more in a relationship with him and seeking him out I like was able to see that that like disappointment wasn't like I mean like valid disappointment when things don't go your way but there was so much beauty in the fact that the Lord protected me from so much like whether it was like a silly high school relationship not working out or like not going to the college I wanted or like not being best friends with my freshman roommate like things where I was like I just don't get why like 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 why can't it just like work out why can't it go my way but learning that there was like so much protection and the fact that it didn't go my way um because I don't know what's best for myself as much as I wish that I did um and through that like learning to like trust him and like accept the fact that I don't know what's best um and like truly trust him and not just be like oh I have faith I trust God but like actually be like no like he died on the cross for me like I trust him like he has saved me from so much already. Like, I trust him. Um, and just trying to do that, like, literally every day when things still don't go my way um, and trying to fight that disappointment. Because even now, there are so many situations that have happened this past semester where I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, just one thing. Like, please work out. And trying to, like, not 
be like frustrated in that but to just like humble myself and just accept that like like I just don't know what's best like God knows my past my present and my future and I don't and so like I'm just so grateful that he's in control of my life and I'm the one that's not but it is like a continuous um battle to actually like remember that on a day-to-day basis when it like doesn't feel great um so I think that's kind of what's been like shaping how I like view him like I just like for a while I just like strictly viewed him as my like protector um which is like good because that's what he is but also having to shape my thoughts to not just be like oh he's like protecting me and like all these bad things are going on but to be like he is like good and he is faithful and he loves me and like these things that are going on that seem terrible and like seem bad like aren't or I mean like from like a worldly standard like yeah but like he like does know what's best and so like I like can look at these things that seem bad and just like see the beauty in them um and just come at life from just like a slightly different perspective than I like would have like a few years ago yeah that's really cool um one of our favorite questions to ask is what is your favorite characteristic of the Lord genuinely his like protection Mm -hmm. um it's like been that for a while just because I like continuously see that over and over again even in seasons where I like genuinely don't feel like I'm seeing his goodness like Mm -hmm. the summer was really hard this semester has been really hard and there's just been days where it's really hard for me to like see his goodness like I like can know that he is but sometimes I just don't see it but with his like protection I just like can see that so clearly um and it just always kind of like calms me and settles me and just like it's like oh wait no like God is on your side yeah like Psalm 121 Ooh, she is my favorite she is so (laughs) good what is 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 it scripture like one of the ways that you remind yourself of his goodness and his protection over you or are there like other practical ways like have you noticed he uses specific people to speak to you or um uses prayer or how are just some practical ways that you try and like take a step back and remember and remember to trust and just like continuously fight that um I mean scripture for sure like anything on gospels and the psalms just like calms my heart like nothing else can um but also one of like the really not silly things because this isn't silly at all but like nature like Mm -hmm. going on walks not just to clear my mind but to just like look at all that the Lord has created and how beautiful it is um just like reminds me of how beautiful this life truly is um or like (laughs) once again this is something my friends are gonna giggle at me for my porch my back porch in Daniel Square I love it so much and just sitting out there and just like watching the trees sway and the leaves fall um it's just like beautiful and like like he made all of that like he is beautiful and like if his creation is this beautiful imagine how much more beautiful he is and I don't know it's just like things like that like nature humbles me with just how I'm like wow god you're good you are powerful and you are beautiful and like all these things I'm thinking are valid but like like this is what matters and like this is who you are Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's really cool what do you see as like the significance of community or friendship in your life (laughs) 
right now I think I'm learning a lot about what serving others looks like and what sacrificial love looks like through my roommates um and the community that they've blessed me with and friendship that they've blessed me with is just like so beautiful because it is so reflective of that like the love that the Lord pours out onto us um and so I think like through them I'm just learning so much about what it looks like to be a true friend and like a sweet friend and like love people the way that the Lord loves us and Jesus loves us um and like community and friendship just like so important um a for mental health and just to feel loved and then also for like accountability like that's something me and my roommates really try to do is to just be like honest with each other even when it may like suck to hear um and we're like obviously like working on that um and like working on like being honest with each other but like one of my roommates like recently has just been like hey I like need y'all to give me tough love like this is what I'm going through this is the season I'm in and like this is what I need from y'all and so being able to just like tell each other what we need and then like give each other that is just like really sweet and um is like so growing like I think I've grown so much this semester like genuinely just because of them and like how amazing they are how do you present that like honest truth without being condescending or destructive but how have you learned or like are in the process of learning how to deliver that in a way that is loving and caring and also reflects the Lord practice um and sometimes apologies (laughs) I I think some people struggle with speaking truth and I think some people struggle with speaking with love and I'm someone who I think tends to struggle with the with love aspect of it um and so for me it looks like thinking through what I'm gonna say and thinking if it is like productive to their relationship with the Lord and their faith or if it like could I'm not I'm not even say could hurt their feelings because I like don't want to shy away from hurting people's feelings because of like truth Mm -hmm. um I think sometimes that is just like necessary when you're being confrontational and being honest it just naturally is going to hurt people's feelings and like you can apologize for that later um (laughs) but like sometimes there's just like no way to get around that um but just trying to like be so wise with words and like like okay if someone said this to me like how would I feel about that Mm -hmm. and just kind of like trying to double check it yeah because ultimately like it it's it's not gonna feel good it's gonna (laughs) hurt um but just I don't know just trying to like I I know that doesn't help a lot because I was just gonna say to Mm -hmm. try to be as loving as possible yeah I think it is just so true that it's so difficult to do without hurting someone's feelings and that sometimes it just like is inevitable um and I think a lot about I had a pastor explain to me this analogy of like when you think of Jesus as the gardener and where this like branch um no gardener enjoys like taking a pair of shears to his plant and like cutting up a bunch of like dead pieces like that's not fun for him and it doesn't like look good and it's a little ugly and I think that's just kind of the process of pruning in general is like it 
might pain the Lord so much to put us through something. Um, but he is doing that because he knows that it's going to bring something better. And so I think just as like an encouragement, that can be what your like honest truth is doing. If you're like truly leading with the spirit and like asking him to speak through you and to give you the words that you need to say, like you could be using or he could be using you to do some of that pruning and in the future hopefully um your friend will be able to see that and be able to be like wow like I know that was tough for you but thank you for doing that because it genuinely is so important um so thank you for your wisdom I think that was really awesome yeah um I was saying that I was told once is it's a privilege to see your own sin and when I first heard that, I was like, no, it's not. How is that possible? <laughs> um, but just like when you open your heart to that, it's like you have to set aside your pride. You have to admit you're a sinner. And because of that, like you need the Lord. And mm-hmm. I think like that is like the coolest aspect of it is like seeing that like we need the Lord desperately. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like and it's not that he's shaming us in that, but it's just like he's like open armed, like willing to say, like, I'm here to help. Um, and so like just like through that process of like seeing your own sin it like sucks at first but it's just like the reward is like running into Jesus's arms and just like saying I am here for you and I'm here to help you um and just like come closer to me and not back towards the sin mm-hmm. so yeah that's awesome khaki and I listened to a podcast um literally about this so recently it was like the becoming po- uh something podcast and it was the episode I think it's called like um what you need to hear and one of the quotes is just like oh, and I don't want to butcher it um <laughs> everything like not everything true must be said but everything that's said must be true and so like you don't have to go around insulting people like left and right like even if you think it's true like please don't do that but um just like make sure that like what you're saying is just like true and like valid and like loving and sweet and I also double check myself a lot with this because I sometimes don't take um, like truth well, but I like have seen moments in my life where I like really wish that someone had spoken truth into my life that like knew what I was doing was wrong, but didn't say anything. Like I can like look back at my life and be like, oh, that like probably would have been really helpful to like know that I was like living in sin in this way and like literally didn't know. And so sometimes I can like check myself and be like, okay, if this was me, is this something that I would like need to hear like, mm-hmm. doesn't matter if I want to hear it. Would I need to hear this yeah, if this was good. me? Yeah. That's really good. Um, okay, will you tell us a little bit about how you serve in FCA and then also, separate from that, what you do to serve in the local church? So, for FCA, I'm a bear group leader, um, which means that I lead a group of small group leaders. And then at my church, I am currently serving at Westside High School um with like the female athletes and going in like sometimes it's once a week sometimes it's like every two weeks um and just being there as like a resource for them um and I think we're gonna start trying to like maybe like pull them into the local church if they're like not in one but obviously not steal anyone from the local church that they're like already in um but just like loving this group of girls super well that like isn't really getting loved or like reached Mm -hmm. to do you feel like both of those are 
also sh- like in addition to your friends how you mentioned earlier do you feel like those positions are also showing you like what sacrificial love looks like and if so kind of like how are they showing you that and how are you being challenged I am someone who I'm very prideful shocker um and so with that I can tend to be really like prideful of like my time or selfish with my time and so with both of these things I'm like with Westside I like have to give up time to drive to Anderson like that is sometimes not fun for me to think about like gas money all those things and with like bear group I'm like every week I'm like giving up time to like take time out of my day to like host this group and all these things and sometimes it is hard for me to like be okay with that when I like am like I have so many things to do like I have to drive all the way to Anderson and I have an exam tomorrow like all those things but then just being like oh wait back to the small life thing my time doesn't matter like (laughs) that doesn't matter like my time isn't even my own God created time it's not mine like and so just having to be okay with um doing things or taking time out of my day that I like might like be like Ugh, whatever but then just like trying to catch myself every time I like and like have a mood about it because I should have a mood about <laughs> serving like that's so bad and so just like continuously like checking myself and like humbling myself um and just like being like nope this is like how you're serving this is how you're giving your time away and like just allowing it to be like sweet mm-hmm. yeah I think that's so good and also yeah. so like convicting I think especially in a culture that like loves to preach take your time like own mm. your own day or like <laughs> that kind of thing like it just yeah simply isn't ours and I mean it's a joy honestly that the Lord can choose to use that for his own good and service so that's really awesome yeah um well wrapping up khaki is there anything else that you would like to add any questions um also any- funny hot takes are welcome if you have any i should have thought about this <laughs> um flip-flops not a fan sorry <laughs> in general just, um yeah okay Feet scary, toes scary. Um, so chacos, okay. Yeah, I don't know what it is with flip flops. And the, the noise that you know. <laughs> no. The what no, the noise? Sorry, can you the, make that again? Uh, Just a little closer to the mic, actually. You know, the, oh gosh, please <laughs> you know, stop. That's so bad. The, uh, um. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just flip flops. I don't know why I've had a thing mm, against fair. them for a while. Mm-hmm. Fair. And uh, I think it's just sometimes when I just see people, and I'm so sorry if you wear flip flops. We can still be friends. And if I've offended you, I'm like genuinely so sorry. This is one of those moments where I struggle with uh, speaking with love. Probably shouldn't have said any of this, but <laughs> too late. Um, oh, but just seeing someone once told me that when you. <laughs> have a crush on a guy and you're trying to get over it <laughs> to imagine him walking around campus in flip-flops and <laughs> I don't know if that's when this started or what happened because of that um and I don't know why I shared that <laughs> but if that's helpful for anyone well, thank you for your vulnerability maybe yeah know. you're welcome flip-flops you guys. never wearing again no I it's okay <laughs> <laughs> I just will make direct eye contact with you and just like won't look at your feet at all <laughs> wearing them. I just yeah, sorry. 
My bad. Oh, all good. <laughs> that's hilarious. I think that's my my biggest biggest um, hot take. Yeah. My biggest <laughs> hot take. I think maybe the last thing I like want to say mm-hmm. um, is just like being. I feel like this wasn't the most encouraging of podcasts, and I'm so sorry. I'm not the most encouraging of people, but I think it was super. It was encouraging. Really encouraging. I think oh, it's I'm encouraging so in like convicting, but also like. You just spoke a lot of truth, and that is so valuable. And yes. like, we are so grateful for that. And um, I'm super encouraged. So, yeah, don't let the enemy lie to you like that, Kaki. Oh, thanks, you guys. I'm blushing. <laughs> um, but back to what I was gonna say is just like being a Christian is hard, and I, I feel like everyone feels that, especially in college when a lot of people are like first um trying to like pursue the lord and like figuring out what that looks like i think it it can be like really discouraging when like all of a sudden it's like oh uh jesus died for you and it's like all this great happiness and then it's like a few months in you're like oh wait this sucks like i'm struggling a lot um and i just think what i like really want to say is just like being a christian is like literally dying a million little deaths every day and like ultimately none of that can compare to like jesus's death on the cross with us but to just like to be strong and stay strong and like lean into the people that the lord has put in your life um because they like do love you so much and if you feel like you don't have people like that like please come talk to literally any one of us anyone at fca like we just like want you to feel so loved and so cared for um and to be so encouraged as you are like following the lord because it like is hard and you will struggle and like the bible tells us that so like we don't have to like be surprised by it but it doesn't make it hurt any less when life is just hard um and so i don't know just just you got it you all got it we're in it together (laughs) well thank you khaki for coming and just talking to us and thank you to Mm -hmm. all who are listening we hope you have a wonderful day and just the conversations here we're encouraging Um, But yeah, see y'all next time.